Okay, well, welcome back, everyone. This is episode 39, and I have Shamir here. Uh, how are you doing? Doing well. Yeah, we were just talking briefly about God of War and how it's coming out for PS5, part two. Yep, part two. That's pretty crazy. Coming out for PS5, announced it today. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> well, I, it, it's funny because, like, the essential services, like a lot of companies have just said, oh, we're going to do essential delivery, but I don't think that'll be on the list. <laughs> I wish pre-order. Yeah. <laughs> I wish pre-orders were on the list. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just give us a brief rundown about yourself. Okay, so my name's Mia. I'm a variety streamer. And um, right now my favorite uh, genre of games to stream is the Soul series. So... They're a form of RPG, which is my main genre of um of streams. But sometimes I stream fighting games. And yeah, it's just and also part of the FGC. Though so you don't see me uh, you'll see me all the time and I'm always yelling out Yugi most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost at every single event. I've only missed one this year. And it's sad to say, but you definitely you're hanging up the gloves for Street Fighter Five. No more Street Fighter Five for you. No. No, um, yeah. I'll watch. I'll watch and support everyone, but yeah, I'm not playing it. Like, well, seriously, competitively, I'll play it for a laugh. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's all good. Um, and I mean, you're you're a Zangief, you're a Zangief main, and I know that was quite hard for for Zangief players to endure playing him in Street Fighter Five. Did you find it personally difficult? Season three was definitely the most difficult time to play him. Um, yeah, it was. It just had a detrimental effect on me mentally to continue playing Zangief at that time, so I kind of just uh, backed off. Yeah, let it go. Um, yeah, it was just the uh, I I persevered all year with the character. I tried my best, but no, nah, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have a favorite Zangief player in in New Zealand? Oh, it's funny because there's, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's only you and Seoul, yeah. so... Yeah, in New Zealand, yeah, so it'll be Seoul, yeah. yeah. Is there a lot of Zangief uh, people that kind of... Players that dabble in Zangief a little bit? In our scene? Yeah. Um, well, Tyrion Slayer is one. Well, he, the, his name online is Mercy Blocks. He plays Zangief. Um, Kim is also a Geef. Though he doesn't really play anymore. Uh... Reno claims to be a Zangief, but I don't think he counts. <laughs> oh, Big Chopper um, as well, right? Big Chopper's, uh, yep, he's a he's a Geef main. Yeah, he does play Abigail, but I think he wanted to drop Geef and then he keep Geef. Yeah, for, for set of matchups. Yeah. What was this thing about people like he's Big Chopper, for example? He loves playing big characters, but he would rather choose Abigail over Zangief. Is that just because of all the attention that Zangief wasn't getting? No, it's just Abigail's a better character for pretty much everything. Like, there's a suit of matchups that Zangief would be better, but yeah, he's just better, which is a shame. Like, he's got better normals and his command grab sucks, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just easier to play as Abigail against any matchup than it is Zangief. Yeah. Apart from um, the zoners, that's always a. Uh, it's always the bane of grapplers. Mm. And I mean, it's fit. And also, you're a big fan of Zangief. Like, certain character loyalists are, but you're quite a big Geef girl fan. <laughs> yeah, I love Zangief. He's yeah. a, 
I was a big Zangief fan. <laughs> I just want to briefly mention that photo. Now, I don't know. Sorry, this picture there. I don't know if Zazob drew it. I don't know where he found it. But it was a really lovely photo that he found or drew of you and the Red Cyclone. I thought it was quite lovely. Yeah, so this photo is actually, um, I think Zazob got it commissioned for me. So this one's just Zangief offering his condolences for where my dad passed away. So yeah, it was a few. It was like it was a few days after I think a few days later. Yeah, he gave me that that image. And I like. I mean, I like that. I'm very sorry to hear about your loss, but I lo- I love the the Randy Savage look that he. You know that particular Zangief. You know that seems to be your mm-hmm. character costume, right? Yeah. So that's my favorite costume of Zangief. Well, one of them. That was before I think the holiday costume. But yeah, that's my favorite Zangief um costume. So. Yeah, I could definitely see you like the shoes, the yeah, the dark sided hat. Like knows. that was perfect. Everyone knows I love that costume. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always pick that one, that color. Yeah. So I know you don't play it anymore, but what was um, what was your hardest matchup as a player uh, using Zengif? Hardest one, I think it. Me personally, was like. Dalsim and Manat, I think. And they, they are hard counters anyway. So, yeah. Um, outside of that, it was all just like me, <laughs> not not the character. Matchup. Yeah. Yeah. So how... Uh, it would be Manat and Dalsim, yeah. Yeah. Well, how have you found... Um, how have you found playing... Like, what's it like being away from Street Fighter? Do you find yourself less frustrated? more like is it a weight that's been lifted um no uh i never had i never felt any pressure or you know have any weight on me when i was playing street fighter because when i came into the scene it was a complete blank um sheet of paper that i was making my own history with i just came into the scene with the attitude of okay i've got to learn I don't know anything about this. I'm going to absorb everything I can as a player to learn how to play the game. I probably picked one of the more niche characters to learn Street Fighter with, which is probably why I don't uh, mesh well with the other characters in the cast because they don't play like Zangief and I like his style of play. So that's why I couldn't transition Yeah, personally. But yeah... Um, yeah, that's how I feel about that one. Well, as you said, you know, you may not play Street Fighter anymore, but you still are very involved with the scene. And you've also just used your channel to host the online Rambats for Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. Um, was that something you suggested, or was that just more of a, oh, could we please use your channel? Um, so Dan's not really big on the streaming scene. That's um, Dan from Tane. So he just asked me if they could use my channel if not there's other hamilton fgc that they could use but i was just like no it's fine i'll i'll stream for you yeah i mean you've got quite an active channel as well um yeah. i mean well you've got mercy plox here using zangief um and yep. he's an interesting one because he's he's a bit of a he's a bit of a ghost no one like i've heard he talks a lot of stuff but he doesn't show up to any events no, he doesn't turn up, but I think that goes beyond, like, he just doesn't want to be there. Um, but he did show up to Southern Cross-Up. 
and I did take a photo. So I do know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know what he looks like. <laughs> oh yeah. How would you yeah. how would how would you describe him? Average looking bloke? He is not what he appears to be online. Like online you're kind of expecting because he always sees Kef and that you kind of expect like a Pacific Islander or something. Uh, to show someone up. a bit no, on the edges. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a, a stocky Asian dude. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's he's cool. Like he he's actually a regular on my channel anyway. And I always oh, give him nice. I always give him crap about never showing up, but yeah. Yeah. He knows I'm just messing with him. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice that you gave up your channel. Um, the I think the online Rambats it was. It lasted all, like, if you count all the streams, because your channel was the Street Fighter, another channel mm -hmm. for Sam Show and stuff, like, it it took the whole day. Yeah, like, that's Street nuts. Fighter did. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was run really well. Like, everyone was doing their matches. We kind of had a slow start because we were still sorting out who we were going to put on stream and who we wanted to play. Um, the players just ended up going, you know what, I'm going to play. And we're just like, all right, we'll just work with whatever, whoever hasn't played or we'll just let them know beforehand so that we could consistently have matches to watch. Yeah, and I uh, wonder... Everyone was um, good. Yeah, yeah. And, the com and I mean, they even had commentators. I think for this match, they had Dan and Reno. They must have just been doing it through Discord or something. Yeah, so they joined my Discord and I just streamed it to my Discord channel for them to watch so that their commentating could be in real time. Because if they watched it through the game, they were ahead. And if they watched it through the stream, they were behind. They so, were way behind, um, yeah. Yeah, Zazob actually suggested we did it that way. And it worked out pretty well. How, how do you think this online Rambats turned out? Because obviously with certain circumstances as they are, this will have to be the staple for now. Um, I thought it went pretty well. But I guess when you poach to someone, oh, you know, like this Rambats will take a whole day because you've got so many games, so many. Yeah, I mean, any any suggestions that you you would make for next time? I mean, not that you offered your channel, but just as a as an onlooker. Um, I think it was fine because when we watch Street Fighter streams, they tend to go on for a long time anyway with major events, so it wasn't really that different from the normal of watching a stream of street fighter it was heaps of people like it was 40 or so entrance but i was expecting it to go a long time i didn't really have um like a time limit i think i was i think i said i have to at least stop streaming before shinobi strike because it was on later on that day yeah but apart from that yeah like street fighter takes as long as it does um if the players are aren't happy though they'll give feedback and we'll let them know like, okay just play your match we're not gonna ha keep them all day yeah uh we did have a break in the middle for people as well just in case but apart from that yeah it was it was still run pretty well so so with the breaks um all added how long did the street fighter bracket actually take okay oh well we had one break that was 15 minutes i think so I think the whole stream took like five and a half hours. Oh, man. Which is a very long time, but when you've got that many entrants and then, you know, we're just making sure that a lot of matches... And we streamed the entire top eight. If we didn't... If we only streamed winner's side, it would have been shorter. But we streamed the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe going forward, possibly not do the loser's side. Uh, 
if people have time constraints, but otherwise, if people want to watch it, we'll give it to them. Yeah. Was there a lot of new players that signed up to this first Rambat series? Yeah, there were a few people I didn't recognize, and they did pretty well, actually. Um, I think it was... It's like Wampa Thompson or something like that, like one of their names. They um they did pretty well as well. Like, yeah, I haven't seen these these names before, but they uh they showed up and they actually um actually uh, said their name in the offline FGC, I think. Hmm. Do you so, think? Yeah. Do you think that's always a thing where when we're given new players, we always try to showcase them, we always try to get them on stream, but then that adds the the problem of time you know there's so much matches we've got to get through um we didn't pick our matches based on that we picked them on the most interesting to watch uh so it was good or like you know it was the luck of the draw okay these two people are available we're going to stream them playing and winner's side so with uh some of the new people when they made it that far yeah they got showcased for sure oh, nice. so people will be watching out for them now yeah I think. um that's great I just want to comment on the state of fighting games at the moment. It's quite noteworthy. So Street Fighter V is a bit stagnant. Um, Tekken, you know, constantly growing every year. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and Dragon Ball Fighters. It's it's kind of nothing's really happening. But then you've got Grand Blue, new game, and oh. Sam Show on the rise. I mean, have, yeah, what are your thoughts? Like, any thoughts, so, any comments? DBZ, or Dragon Ball Fighters got revived by the new season and the new characters that they brought out. I think, and then they've made a lot of system changes that have made the, that have broken through that plateau of gameplay and has actually opened up how people can play their game. And I think that will actually have a, like, sustain for a longer period of time. Because it's very interesting to watch. There's new tag changes and, you know, there's all stuff like that. I'm happy for Dragon Ball Fighters to actually break through that, that barrier. So watching that will be will be cool. We might have new champions because I see a lot of people on the grind. Um, yeah, as far as SoulCal, like SoulCal announcing their new season, they got my boy Homaru in there, so I'm interested in playing now that they've got the Sam Show crossover. Yeah, yeah. Um, fighting games are in a really good place right now. Yeah. Like Grand Blue, that's also a really good game to play and watch. It's interesting to watch. Um Tekken, it sounds like they keep releasing new characters and breaking oh, the game. And Tekken's then just, yeah, they're, they're, they're nailing it like almost every time. Um, yeah, so it's like, it's unfortunate they're going that route, but they, yeah, I, I have to wait and see with Tekken. But Street Fighter, Street Fighter's fine. They just need to fix the online, like, especially now. Yeah. Like, um, it's just, it, 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 like, the circumstances couldn't have been any more perfect, eh? Like, we're in this lockdown period, well, we are anyway. And yeah. We have to depend online, and you know what you're in for. It's like, Ugh. so like Street Fighter. Like, if this doesn't show them right now that something is wrong with their netcode and yeah. they need to fix it, they're never going to get it like, right. Like, this is the like this is the time it needs to be dealt with more than anything. Yeah, this is the time where it's like highlighted. It's it's going to be showcased all around the world. Well, I'm pretty sure most of the players already know it sucks, but this should show the devs that look, we are all locked down. This is what happens in a in a situation where we can only use online mm. and it's not acceptable, but we'll see what they do from this point forward. They did say, okay, give us feedback, like actual uh, constructive feedback, not, oh, this just sucks. I can't connect to anybody. That doesn't tell them anything. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, even actually across all the games that don't have rollback netcode will also showcase that as well. 
Like Marvel has the best, the best um, net code apart from Killer Instinct. Yeah. So hopefully they model like uh, Street Fighter is like an early version of it. So hopefully they like upgrade it to what Marvel is. Yeah. Well, you've mentioned Soul Calibur Six, mm-hmm. a weapon-based fighting game like Sam's yep. Show, but how would you, how would you separate the two? Because from what I've seen, and from you know, like Sam's Show favors patience more than aggression. Like, how would you, how yeah. would you, how would you separate Sam Show from Soul Cal? So my experiences with Soul Cal is very limited, but it looks like it's a rock paper scissors system. Uh, with block attack grab i think like reminded me of pocket actually but it's a 3d <laughs> fighting game um so so you have to like not only do you have to monitor your movements or well, 2d like sam shows 2d so you don't have to think about the third dimension at all but yeah you gotta like sidestep and stuff um so it's separated that way like i'm pretty sure the the gameplay is not they're not really the same. So it's interesting to see a Sam Show character being put into Soul Cal to see how they play. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I mean, yeah, but, you know, there, there have been there have been moments where, like, we've never thought a character, like Akuma in, in, in Tekken, like, mm-hmm. that, I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of Tekken players are regretting that, choi- uh, uh, regretting that choice now. But, I mean, he translated, like, he made the transition quite well. Obviously, he had to be catered to the actual system. Um, yeah, but I like Soul Cow because it is it is very kind of like you have you kind of have to wait for your opening. You know, if you whiff, it's you like I know when you whiff a move, you get punished for it. But it looks like in Sam Show when you get whiffed, you get hella punished for it. Yeah, there's um, consequences for using heavy buttons. Like you could get a heavy button in your face for using one, but Sam Show is a little bit more different because it's. It's all focused on defense, I think. Nothing is plus. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, everything's minus. And it's just the less minus of the moves. I think you can punish some moves with uh, plus five and stuff like that. But it's... Because yeah, I'm just watching this game here. Yeah. It's, like, it's all just making the moves. So, like, it's because of Tam Tam's um, play style that it's playing like this. The way Tam Tam has to be played. But Homaru's... Yeah. Perfect for Soul Cow because he's a very active character. He can make things happen. Yeah. Whereas, um, say Tam Tam, for example, he just plays the lame game, which is a complete opposite to my playstyle, but <laughs> somehow works in Sam Show for me. Because, like, Tam Tam, like, what is it about Tam Tam that draws that drew you as a player? Is it is it solely that playstyle, or is it that? I mean, he's got he looks like he's got a pretty heavy reach. He does have a command grip, but the most is the most shallow reasoning possible that I picked Tam Tam is simply because he was top tier. I was like, I'm not going through another game where I'll, I'm in struggle. <laughs> I'm in struggle. I'm picking a top tier, and I picked Tam Tam. <laughs> it was a real shallow reasoning, but yeah, I can play um most of the characters in the game though. Yeah, I like. I th- I think I have a a preference to have a to play a game where it has universal inputs because then it makes the transition between all the characters a lot easier for me yeah so i, I enjoy dragon ball fighters because of that aspect and sam show works the same way like ssm inputs weapon flip deflect dodge all of it's the same and throw so like you were saying when you commit to a move it's 
it's going to be quite minor. So overall, if you're going to make it, if you're going to do an attack, you have you've got to make that very careful decision. Yeah. So they have um, they have a system where you can recoil cancel. <laughs> My cheap move. They have a a recoil cancel, so you can push a button and then do a move after for example deflect so if someone tries to put punish you with a button they'll actually get deflected and then you could ssm that which is their super special move okay. which is does the most damage in the game so it's all it's like it seems really simple on the surface but then mind games play a big role in this so you might dash forward and throw and it works and then you might dash forward and just wait to see if they jump and then punish it because jumping is is slow in this as well. Yeah, like it gets very complex, very fast, depending on what you do. Like you might uh, recoil cancel once, and then not do it again. So your opponent needs to make a read on what you're gonna do. Yeah, because they might just stand there and wait rather than uh, punish your your button. But some some characters can punish the move regardless of recall, cancel, whatever, or they find a move that will punish it so you can't be deflected. Um, for example, lows can't be deflected in Sam Show. So oh. you could just do a low, and even if they deflect it, they'll get hit. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So oh. you just work around like moves that can't be deflected. or That's just an example. That's like one, one example of just having deflect as the as the response yeah. like they could they could dash in and throw after you recoil so you know there's there's a lot more to it than it appears yeah also quick shout out to Taj Garo um with the Shinobi Strike series because I know he's one of the few guys really driving um the Sam show scene and he runs a lot of those tournaments online have you entered um how many have you entered almost every one so Vlasta is the organizer, Taj is the streamer, but he pushes for the same show scene in Oceania yeah, he's a lot, so he streams it normally. He's very passionate, I've seen. Yeah. yeah, and Vlasta is the same, except I don't think he has the means to stream it, but yeah, he set up the Shinobi Strike tournament. I've entered two. Sometimes, it depends, like, because it's on a Sunday night and it's Australian time, I need to get up early in the morning, so sometimes I might not enter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, it just depends on the timing. But yeah, it's been really, really good having so, that tournament. What um so in the game, does Tam Tam have a bad matchup? It was Galford, but I think he's he can manage most matchups. Like there's no hard bad matchup like there would be in say Street Fighter. Yeah. It's not yeah. as it's not as defined. Yeah, yeah. It's like it just depends on you as a player. Yeah. Well, who who are yeah. some of the top players of Sam Show in Australia? Uh, there's Gensha. He's the number one. You got Som Flasters up there now. Um, who else is playing? I know Rups is playing. BK Summer and his crazy Ginjiro. I've seen him play that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a very small amount of Australian players, but they're all really good. Like, I practice with um, Som sometimes, and there's Sue Slush. I play with them all the time. Taj is uh, also up there. Yeah, there's a whole whole variety of Sam Show players in Australia that we can play, as long as the net code holds up. Yeah, what is, what, and, what is the net, and what is the net code like? What is the, uh, it's, it's um, when it's good, it's good. 
when it's trash, it's trash. <laughs> it would be the best way to explain yeah. it. And so who would be some of the top players in New Zealand for Sam's show? Would you count yourself as one? <laughs> that's a tough question no, I, no, well, I, I only mentioned I would it because never place myself like I know yeah so, it's yeah. I know that's not something you do I would never place do. myself as a, as a good player and I it's, um, no because yeah, like uh, didn't Taj make a list of character like specialists like if you're going to start yeah. a, if you're going to start learning this character this is who you should hit up and as I was looking through the character names you were added for Tam Tam like it was actually yeah, you oh yeah it was me like uh so this Sam show is actually my first Sam show I've ever played competitively. I've only dabbled in the game like on arcades when it was out in arcades. So I wouldn't say me specifically, like the one with all the knowledge and the most. I'd highly recommend him. Like I'd say he's a better player than me. He just needs to figure out the matchup for Tam Tam. Mm. Um, like, he's a decent player yeah. overall, but he um like is it kind of like Korean Peter, you know, like Chugula, he he likes to commentate. He doesn't really compete as much. Mm, uh, Moose really puts he puts in work for all the yeah. I've like, just I've, I've I've never seen him. I, I mean, I've, I think I've seen him at one Rambats play, unless I just haven't. Ha- or? Uh, just overall. Oh no, he plays Street Fighter quite a yeah, bit too. Yeah, yeah, but I I I just don't see, I, I I yeah I probably don't see it. Um. Like, yeah, like <laughs> I know, I know he's good. Playing. I know he's good, and he's a great commentator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he does play quite a bit. Like so, I do see him online a lot. So, so, so who's he rocking in Sam's show? He plays Ukio, but Ukio like today just got nerfed <laughs> a little bit. Uh, kind of, he lost one of his knockdown capabilities, but he's gained something else in return for losing it. So the balancing, I think. SNK have done really, really well in balancing Sam Show. At the, at the start, they just had the Genjiro army, which was completely just that one character had everything, and then they made him more honest. And now they also had Shizumaru, but he wasn't as bad because there's a there was a there was a barrier there, um, an execution barrier for Shizu, so he wasn't nearly as bad as Genjiro was, where he was just like mindless. You could just do a kick combo, which one was like hit low, then overhead, and then mid, and then he could like convert that into a combo. That was crazy. Mm. Um, yeah, there's only three characters that are really bad in Sam Show, um, but they buffed them. They're tr- they're doing their best they can to balance. I think it's a like the balance is really, really good personally. Um, yeah. I've um I've I've just seen um notes on a Soul Calibur patch, and I think it's really great because they even provide like a short paragraph or a line as to what the problem was and why, mm-hmm. or, or maybe why they fixed it. I feel like maybe developers should actually do that. Like in the patch notes, they should actually provide a line saying why this was changed or why this was added. Oh, for sure. Because like if you read a Sam Show patch note, they say weird stuff like the walk was. Uh, increased by something and you're just like what does that even mean yeah like you kind of get the gist of what they're saying they they get really technical with it yeah um so yeah because in tech uh, it's, it's detective work you know you read the note and then you try to figure out where what situation it's referring to and then you're like oh wait i i get that but yeah, yeah you're right though like you read a patch note and you're just you're not sure exactly what the purpose of it was for but i mean as you said it seems like sam show gives really good patch notes um they give a good balanced patch but like their patch notes 
you have to wait till uh, someone translates it for you. <laughs> <laughs> but even uh, the English of it is fine. You you understand what it says, but like it's just the the way they explain situations. Like if they're changing dash, they call it advance, or they give the move name, and no one knows what the move name is. They should just say what the input is. It would that would probably help a lot. Yeah, would I? Um, yeah, and explain the changes. Uh, they do explain the changes depending on the degree that they alter a character. Mm. So, do you consider yourself like an Aucklander, or yes. yeah? Well, I mean, because I mean, you come from you know you're you, you're based in Hamilton, but you you know you come to Auckland for almost every event anyway. We just consider you from Auckland anyway. Yeah, like the the reason why, and it's not even it's not the current HG's fault. It's not their fault. So, like, um, I think it was because HG. There was, there was a member in their community who shall remain nameless, but everyone knows who it is. Yeah. He'd always show up either hungover or drunk, just dropped off. And that <laughs> that put me off. Like, that put me off the Hamilton scene. So I started coming to Auckland scene, like the Auckland um, Rambats and all that a lot, because... You know, they're always there. They always show up. They always run the tournaments. They run everything timely. I know we have Dave time and FGC, but, you know, um, there was always something there. And I just, yeah. I mean, I've been through that kind of thing before. So in softball, you used to, I used to play in a woman's team and I was just a teenager. So the woman would always show up drunk, hungover, didn't want to play or piss me off too. So, yeah, um, when I was seeing that for the Hamilton scene, um, it just put me off the Hamilton scene. There's nothing wrong with the scene now because Dean took over and he's done an amazing job. Yeah. Um, Dan and Rich, they've done an amazing job and there's nothing wrong with the Hamilton scene now. But that's that's pretty much the core reason of why I went to Auckland and just stay as part of Auckland. Yeah. And I mean, you're always welcome. You know, we always consider you from Auckland anyway. But, mm. you know, as you said, like Arashi's done a hell of a job. Him and mm. Dan really carrying that scene Hamilton because you're right it's not that there's a problem with the scene it's just it's so small and there's very few people that are carrying it like there was Arashi, Dan, Reno and you if I'm being really honest you're the four people the only four people that I think of when someone says Hamilton FGC you guys have carried that thing um, and I mean you've done what Sol and Dave do you know you've you've done more hosting and helping out rather than actually competing just so that it can exist yeah, and I think, and I think, if, and I think, quite a few people forget that, you know. Oh, uh, I don't do it so much now. Like, I'm, I don't really. Uh, if they ask me for help, I'm more than happy to help. But that I, I think they are learning to do it all themselves, which is great too, because you know, mm. like, it's always good to have more people that know how to stream or, you know, set up a scene or um, whatnot. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they've done a good job. I don't really have much to do with the scene now, apart outside of uh, streaming and whatnot. Yeah, but I'll pop, I'll pop in and say hi and see how everyone's going. Like, I'm still around. I'm just not as active in the Hamilton scene as well, I am in the Auckland scene. Yeah, you guys have all kind of um, you've got stronger commitments outside the Hamilton scene. Like you've got, you know what I mean? It's like you've kind of outgrown that that door duty. You know, you, mm. Rashi, and, and Reno and stuff. Like, you're streaming. Reno's sponsored now. Arashi, teacher. Um, Dan, I mean, you know, he's got a life as well. So, you know, I can understand. I just feel like 
the more players that actually attend Rambats, sorry, Hambats regularly, then that way the scene can sustain itself. Because there's only so much that as those select, you, the select few of you uh, can do. Yeah, uh, Hambats is, is uh, it's got a small group of people, but they're all passionate about the game. And I think like even if only two of them showed up, they would still run it. That's still enough, yeah. Yeah, it's still enough for them. I mean, it doesn't need to be a big scene as long as someone's playing and they're always keen and always keen to learn and come down and learn about the offline scene and then come to a major. Like, it's all about that. It doesn't matter how big the scene is. As long as they're willing to show up, mm. how they'll, did... be there. there'll be always be people there to help support them if yeah. they want to play offline. I do remember the rough times, though, where, like, one person, <laughs> and it was probably a Rashi, who brought, like, had to bring all the consoles and like most yeah. of the monitors, I'm like, yeah. bro, <laughs> bro, yeah, that's yeah, way yeah. too much. Something like that, yeah. Or like they borrowed my monitors and my PS4 or whatever, yeah. 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 There were times there, it's like it's been a struggle, but um, it's still stayed, like they've stuck around, they managed to stick around, which is great. Yeah. Like Hamilton still keeps it seen. Yeah. And I mean, it's great and like, keeps it seen but also the major as well like war's just been unfortunately yeah. 2020 postponed but i mean the ones prior to it like it's just been it's it's blown expectations yeah war is a great event and i'm sure um once all this craziness is over they'll have to have a a big hooey about it but mm. um we might see some offline events this year so, like, you know, we can only just wait and see. I can't say, yes, it's going to happen or yeah. no, it's not happening. We can only just wait to see if everyone stays home or not. <laughs> it's, it, that's it. It's literally just comes down to that. It's like, keep your ass at home. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so how did the opportunity from expansion in Z turn up? Uh, so, I actually, I just asked Jackson. I was like, hey, can I stream for expansion? He's like, yep, cool. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Because prior to that, I knew that Isaac from DC, Red, and obviously Jackson, the man himself, was a part of Expansion. And I just knew them to be like a typical, just another FGC org, like just another NZ org, I suppose. But they're really wanting to encourage gamers to be content creators and streamers. Well, content creation is more important now more than ever because people are stuck at home. They need something to watch, right? Mm. Yeah, so um, I don't know uh, about their current setups because I think some of them are isolating at home. But, yeah, they just make more content. Isaac, he just plays Fortnite on YouTube, though. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, JB, he streams Street Fighter. Like, he's got his challenge there of getting each and every Street Fighter V character to gold. Yeah, uh, he he actually first had it as platinum, but it was too hard, so he went for gold instead. Yeah. Oh, too rare to live, too rare to die. That's right. He's, he's oh yeah, Dio, Dio. Yes, he also plays when he feels like it. <laughs> yeah. So what? Um. So yeah. What's so generally when you stream? Um, yeah. So how does so how does it normally work? Do you have like a game that you you've put aside earlier on, and then you're just like, oh, I'll stream it. Like, do you have a schedule made or do you just kind of grab something and go, oh, yeah, I have a session on that? Um, So I found out pretty quickly that I'm really bad at keeping schedules. So I just put up that I will try my best to stream on these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, Outside stuff happens, which just doesn't put me in the right place mentally to stream, even though I'm 
I can, I have the time and I'm available. I just might not be mentally available to do that because it, it takes a different type of energy to to stream and your viewers will pick up on your mood immediately if there's something wrong. Like um yeah, you can't <laughs> you can't really stream if you if you don't feel like it because yeah. it, it just it just shows and then your viewers are like, well, you know, I don't want to watch someone that doesn't want to be here. What the hell? Yeah. Um, but the way I pick games is like, I feel like playing this game and I play that game. Like there's no set schedule on games I intend to play. I just pick I just pick a game out of my backlog and I play it. Yeah. Cause I know common streamers, you know, what's hot at the moment or something popular they'll tend to stream. Um generally something that kind of is inviting to numerous people, but because with the FGC, obviously you'll stream a lot of fighting games more than the casual streamer. Um, but for you, what was your first stream like? Do you remember what game you chose? I played Final Fantasy VII as my first game. Oh. Because it's so popular and it's guaranteed to have people come in and just be nosy about the way you're playing things. Yeah. And the, and sure enough, like there was like two or three people, well, maybe one, I don't know. Like, But there was someone, there was one, I think, who was there the whole time and they talked the whole time. It really helps when you have someone to talk to, but you just stream as if no one's watching. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if you look at the numbers, you'll just, you'll just get like depressed about it or whatever. So I don't care if I'm streaming to just me or if I'm streaming to heaps of people. You just play the game your way, how you would, as if you were by yourself. Um, so Final Fantasy VII, I actually bound one of my buttons wrong. <laughs> So like I had square is like start or something. I was doing it on Steam, so the and the button layout was all messed up. So I was yeah. trying to do this competition and I kept failing because I had the wrong buttons bound. And then this the these one or two streamers were just laughing at me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny because I was like, what's going on? And then I looked and I was like, Oh guys, sorry, I had the wrong button bound and like, oh god, <laughs> you so you suck at this game, you know. It's just funny, like the banter and that that some streamers oh let some viewers bring yeah and, um, while being respectful at the same time is great like you form some really good friendships on as a streamer yeah and yeah. You, you form quite a connection with your viewers um they if you like look at prawlin he's he's a good example he was he was playing a game and then one of his viewers said um hey i really appreciate your stream because like i've been kind of playing suicide or something and you pretty much saved my life i, I appreciate you so much and i was like you don't realize you have that kind of effect on people that are watching you like you might be their only outlet for whatever they're dealing with and yeah. you don't even know so uh, you don't consider that aspect but it, it happens i think we um, just yeah, yeah i think we just forget that with even the biggest streamers um, mm. that we know of you know you know they're going through stuff as well and you know this whole thing of being a streamer and not being in the right mindset and you know this is probably and i mean this is problem this is someone who's so used to it he's doing it almost every day and maybe he's going through some stuff and yeah it, it really touches a mm. heartstring when someone like that says yeah like i i took something away from that and i and i thank you for it did it yeah did you yeah how did it make you feel after receiving that Oh, when I saw, when I saw that, I was like, I was, I was a little bit teary-eyed seeing it. Like, he has this little uh, video. He actually uploaded the clip on Twitter, on his Twitter, about that moment. I was like, yeah, I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
like sometimes I'll just mindlessly watch streams to as my escape. So you know, I can imagine there's a lot of viewers that just watch mine to with the same same mentality. I don't even know because they don't tell me; they just lurk all the time, mm. which is fine. I don't mind. <laughs> you know, um, you know, like he's another streamer, but Timprovise. Yeah. Um, I message I messaged him about some I messaged him about something. Um, and he replied back with, "Oh, hey man, like, oh, it's cool hearing from you. I'm actually a fan of yours." And I just went. Oh, you're the Sorry, boy. What? I was like, <laughs> he's like, what? loves FTC. Yeah, yeah. I just said that, yeah. and I mean, I guess that was my moment of like, oh wow, like, I'm actually, I'm actually touched by that. Thanks, man. And I mean, you know, this is Timprovise. This is, fuck, he's 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 a hardcore streamer, and he's on the grind like just as much as everyone. But I I mentioned him because he said something about when you're a streamer, you're always caring about the numbers. He he mentioned it in his um, podcast recently yeah. about how you always care about the viewers and the numbers. Now that you're mm. a streamer, like where are you at that point? Do you still care about the numbers or was that even an, was that even on the, the like, yeah. I think there was like some point where I probably did. Um, I like, I watched the, I, I don't watch them in the same way. Like, I guess I just monitor them now to see, like consistency or not like whether my consistency affects who watches but like in the end it doesn't matter because it's not my livelihood like yeah. um it's always been about just playing a game i enjoy and people just watching me play the game i enjoy i guess because the whole reason i even started streaming in the first place was because I was playing, like, we just bought GTA 5, and <laughs> <laughs> so I was, at a flat with, like, I was at a flat with my partner at the time, and I'd play GTA 5 in the lounge, and then my flatmate would come out and watch, and he'd just laugh at the dumb stuff I do, because I'd do stuff like I'm trying to like open the phone and I'll jump off the bike or something, something dumb like that, and then die. Um, and then, like, the more I, because I played it, almost every afternoon after I finished work. He'd come out every afternoon and watch me play after work. So I was like, hey, maybe maybe people would like watch me do this online as well. And it turns out, yeah, like that that's how I got into streaming in the first place was just like, well someone can sit here right next to me and just watch me play every afternoon. <laughs> Could probably do this online. Yeah. yeah. But it was never about the um about the numbers of people watching like I think all streamers monitor it, monitor yeah. how many people watch, but I, they, I don't, think they, yeah. they don't care to the degree that, oh, I only had like two viewers today. Oh, what's wrong with me? No, they're just like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, brush it off, keep it going. It's, you know, and it's kind of cool that you view it like that, but I do understand a lot of streamers will, you know, because they do see it like their business, their baby, that they have to treat it like where they're always thinking about the numbers, like the certain, you know, anything to kind of make them more, um, Sell their soul. Yeah, yeah, unique, you know, like <laughs> yeah. creating a persona or like creating a name for their fans, like their army and stuff. Um, I know like yeah, I I definitely know a lot of a lot of streamers who kind of they, they kind of treat it that way. But I mean, you know, that's not wrong. Um no. but, you know, we're from the FGC, you know, it's just like we just play a game, we stream, we don't really care about the the viewer numbers. No, there's nothing wrong with having a persona. As long as you're consistent, like you don't change that persona so much like if you're if you're someone that's like just a rager or whatever you just keep it <laughs> if that's the reason why people are watching you keep it but yeah um 
persona is a, a interesting topic when it comes to streaming. Like some people do put on a persona and then they're completely opposite in real life. Mm. And then they meet them in real life and they're like, oh, okay, you're not like what you portray yourself is. But I think, yeah, that people understand why they they put on that persona. But yeah. it's entertaining. So if you do it, just go for it. Mm. Like like the best the best example is like what the t- the titty streamers or whatever who cares oh. that's their hustle leave them alone yeah <laughs> you know who who are some of your um favorite streamers and they don't have to be like fighting game streamers they can be anyone so my favorite streamers uh is kwoody 23 he's a souls born streamer so he i've known him for like five or so years um he started out he's actually quite big on twitch he's like partnered in everything now um he just started out by just watching everybody and having a laugh. He's real big into Soulsborne. He just got big because he's such a cool, chill dude. And I was just like, I'm so happy for him that he's got still like so far. I got to meet him a couple of years ago as well in uh, Vegas when we had a Twitch meetup. Like it seems really unsafe to meet strangers online. But oh no, no, wait, was this when you went to Evo with the little New Zealand group? No, it wasn't at Evo. I didn't go to Evo. I went to Las Vegas specifically to meet with Twitch friends that I had known for years. Oh, um, we okay. We went to Las Vegas, yeah. Um, oh. So I met them, and they're really cool people. Like, they're exactly as they were online. And, yeah, like, and KWD23 is one of them. So he's my favorite, one of the favorite streamers i got. The other ones would be, um, hmm, what else do I mindlessly watch? <laughs> it's all, like, RPG speedrunners. Oh, right, speedrunners, okay. Yeah, so uh, one's called Neo Slash 72 Speedruns Breath of Fire 3, which is my favorite, personal favorite all-time RPG game. Yeah, I watch him play, like, he got the world record and stuff like that. Uh, I watch a lot of the Australian streamers as well. I just watch pretty much my friends. I don't really go off and watch, like, big names. Mm. Well, then, well, then who's, who's a friend of yours that you like watching? Streaming. So you got Robbie, Robbie Slur, I watch Demo as well, Kaching, he streams as well. Uh it's mainly around them. Mm. I always give them grief as well, like Demo. Uh, he's like he's grinding uh, his world records of CTR. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Watching that. I watch Taj sometimes when he's hosting Sam Show. Um a lot of I've connected a lot with the Sam show scene. So I'll watch Ronan Rumble every Monday. Uh, that's that's great to watch. That's, that's a huge online tournament. I'm like trying to sneak into one one day when I've got time. <laughs> sneak um, in. Like, hero, how, yeah. how, how many does it get? Uh, Ronan Rumble is real huge. Like they have, uh, I was like 40, 50 entrants or something like that. He's just started up a Grand Blue tournament too. Oh. But Ronan Rumble would be the tournament to enter if you can. Yeah. But it's it's mainly America, obviously. So Yeah. yeah. Shit, that's that's still a big yeah, that's still a big turn up for Sam Show online. Well, there's always a pot a pot of like hundred bucks or something, every single one. And it's sponsored by Bitrix and backed up by Holiday Matsuri and all these um names are starting to sponsor the tournament. It's just oh, really man. big. Like it's the online tournament. Mm. Sam well, I mean, is it is it not far off to say that, you know, like, I know we do our Rambats and stuff, but could we have our own, like, Sam Show tournament? 
special tournament I'd love thing. to run a Sam Show tournament. I've been thinking about it for ages, but it's just the player base. <laughs> like it's it... getting the player base there. Mm. Um, or even, like, yeah, so it's just attracting the player base to join. Because I know a few people that have tried Sam Show, and it's not really their thing, but they might be persuaded if there's, like, a big prize. Like, I, I wanted to run a, a Sam Show league, and I was thinking about making like a, a Vitrix stickers, the prize and stuff like that. But it's just all just up in the, well, it's all dreams at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'd love for there to be a online Sam show tournament for New Zealand. Okay. But I mean, Australia, like Vlasta opens it up for us. Yeah. Um, I might be the reason why, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, cause I play with them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I'd hope to, do a New Zealand one, but online rambats is is good for now. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel maybe, like maybe down the future? Do you feel like maybe because weapons based? Do you feel like could Soul Caliber players kind of use that skill to enter Sam Show? And can you get disarmed in in Soul Cal? Uh, no. You can get. Um, you mentioned the. The like the parry thing, so the, parry, def- yeah. the deflect thing. They have garden. They have garden pack GI. So I guess there is a few mechanics that relate. But not if you can get disarmed. I think they could. Um, yeah, uh, actually. But, no, proje- but solid... no projectiles, though. Like actually, if have you just have if you just have solid fundamentals, you can play Sam Show. Okay. Easily, like okay. just just based on fundamentals, like because it's a very footsies heavy based game so if your footsies are on point you can play sam show yeah very easily okay and do well well yeah you you did mention Haumaru and so caliber six um mm-hmm. and it was a and i i mean i thought it was a really smart choice and because there's the mitsurugi link like just this you know obviously there's another yeah, samurai yeah, there yeah. so you can kind of see how he fits um mm. do you think it could have worked with any other character or it had to be the poster child for sam show Mm. I think it's just because of his game plan. It's like if you were gonna compare, like, put him in um, Street Fighter, he'd be Ryu, or you know, he's like he just covers all the tools that you need for the game. Yeah. Um, and does them relatively well, whereas not so much in Street Fighter for Ryu. But um, yeah. So he was a good choice because. Because of Mitsurugi, I think. <laughs> like, where does he sit in terms of strength? Like, is he like Ryu, where he's like mid to mid? I don't know, like mid to lower mid tier. Th- I'd say his upper. Upper mid tier. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So what's so um? What? Why would someone want to pick Haomaru compared to say Tam Tam in Sam Show? He just has uh, like. Better, better tools to do stuff with, whereas Tam Tam's more like a zone. He can go in, but he's got long normals and stuff, so he's kind of more of intended to be a zone. But Hamaru, he can just get in, do anything he needs to do, and he can also play a somewhat a zoning game as well. Can you can you heal um, he yourself? In... All, he just ticks all the boxes, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, Shamir. Does does he heal himself in Sam Show? No. Because there was a move, there was a move in his reveal tra- in his launch trailer where he sucks on his his little drink thing. Oh, his sake. Yeah. If anything, they'll just make him drunk. 
<laughs> okay. Not not restore his health, but probably like deplete it if anything. I mean. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, he doesn't have any. No, no one has any abilities in um, Sam show. Because I mean, despite Soul Calibur obviously having a bit more time out there than Sam show, do you feel like it could outgrow Soul Calibur in popularity? Because one thing that is limiting it is it's not available on PC, right? It's only a console-based game, Sam show. Oh. Uh. It's available on PC now, but just the Epic Games Store, which is a very strange choice to a lot of the players because we're like, you know, Sam Show is already on Steam. Uh, well, the older versions, sorry, are on Steam. So it's kind of a no-brainer that Sam Show would come to Steam. But no, it went to Epic Games, and <laughs> and we're like, why? Yeah. Okay. It didn't say exclusive, so maybe it'll come out to Steam, but... It was a very, it was a business decision, I think, on the SNK's part, rather than giving the players what they want, which is, we just want it on Steam. I mean, they they released it on Stadia, and no one owns a Stadia, so. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was a real weird, a weird decision. Especially, like, a competitive fighting game on a on a cloud gaming network with, with its current netcode. You like push a button and you have to wait till tomorrow for your imp- input to go out. Mm. I guess, <laughs> yeah. Like so, like so, like SoCal. Do you think it could have room for guest characters? Sam Show would have guest characters. Yes, but probably SNK. Like strictly SNK. Yeah, or like, um. They have, they have to have a weapon, of course. Like you can't have Zangief and <laughs> in Sam Show yeah. with bare hands, right? Like um, you can't do the Soul Calibur Two uh, PS Two thing where, like, oh yeah, yeah. you get Heihachi, but his braces are the weapons. It's like come yeah, on, that that would be. I guess they could try and work that. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, uh, so like you could put some Tekken characters would probably go into. Um, Sam show. I guess they, they use I, weapons. Yeah, I mean Noctis Yoshimitsu. I mean Noctis probably would be the But then he's the a pick. square cat. He's not even taking Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so I, I can see them doing that with weapon based characters, but it would be it would be unlikely that they'd have guest characters of um of other franchises. It would be SNK. Yeah. Is there is there an SNK character that you would suggest could fit Sam Show? Well, I'm still waiting for Genan to come out. He's a Sam Show character. He was the one I actually played. Like he's got he's got poison cloud and uh big claw. Like one claw. He's a crazy character. Because there's yeah. still there's still two more DLC characters to be announced. Um so we got Mina. Oh we've got Sugetsu. We've got three that have been revealed. It's the last one that hasn't been revealed. Ah uh, okay. So but you've but Which, yeah, yeah, you, and you're definitely wanting Gina for um for this. Uh, yeah, for this next one. Uh, I've, I think someone said something about a leaked list saying he might come out in season three. Hopefully, Sam Show gets a season three. Yeah, <laughs> would like I can't say what the future might be for Sam Show, but it's huge in America and Japan, which might be enough to keep it. Which might be enough to, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're just getting to the last few questions now. So, tell me about your most memorable tournament experience. Oh, most memorable. Um, that I competed in? 
anything. Or like just uh, it would easily be Evo. Like <laughs> now, this is the one where you went with the the small New Zealand group, yeah. Yeah, like um. Well, we didn't go as a group. We just. But it was just more like, oh, these guys are yeah, going. A group oh, of these us guys are going over. as well. Oh, these guys yeah, are going yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a, a a camp going over together, but yeah, we all ended up going over there. I was like, me, Reno, Milky, uh, Wowzer, Rambo. I remember that one Rambo because he was. <laughs> There was something outside the, like, we're at a bar and we, we went to a bar that their shtick is that they troll you. Oh, really? So they called Wowzer Chuck E. Cheese and it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but he couldn't Chuck- be in there. <laughs> Chuck E. <What>? Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but Evo, Evo was memorable, like, gameplay Wait, is, wise. Is, like, this the, is this the actual weight? Like, is this the actual staff? Yes, like, the actual staff. And they saying, call- hey, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, it was like, oh, Chuck E. Cheese, you need to get out. You're too young to be in here because he's under 21, obviously. <laughs> okay. All right. And I get then, yeah. So we laughed because we found it funny because Yusuf was there as well. So we laughed. And then, like, Rambo was like, what do you mean? And then he called Rambo numb nuts or something. Um, <laughs> but he didn't get what their stick was. So he just got offended and left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was funny. It was very funny. Like, like a lot of the the memorable stuff happened outside the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and that's kind of cool, you know, because like it's not just the gaming side of it. Like it just like the trip just seems a bit more more complete. Yeah. Well, what other crazy yeah. stuff did you get up to? Um, I know Jillian keeps like talking about it. How she uh had to get wheelchaired back to her room because she got so drunk that she like. Yeah, so she got so drunk she was she was holed up in the toilets, the women's toilets, and I think the Luxa. And we were staying in Excalibur, and she called me. She called me, and she was messaging me, and she she didn't tell me what was wrong. She just said she needed help, and I was just about to go in. I was like, "No, we need to go now." So we ran all the way across Excalibur, all the way over to Luxa, all through the Luxa to find out what had happened because she said she needed help, and then she was just like too drunk to go back to her room <laughs> and so security had to come and wheelchair her back like, wow yeah. <laughs> just gotta it say was wow, it was man. a really good night yeah though. yeah 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 yeah. i mean if you're gonna get up to, night, if you're gonna yeah. get up to shit like vegas yeah, is great got up to shit man. <laughs> <laughs> did you um uh money wise like did you did you take enough or did you kind of come back oh i had money? way more than enough money to cover my um like Trying not to spend too much money, but that didn't end up happening. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, yeah. So if you're going to go over to Evo, you need like ten grand. <laughs> ten grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like because like the game. Oh, well, it's mainly the food. The food costs a lot of money because they um, mark up the prices in the casinos. Yeah. Yeah, but um. How long? How long did you spend in the casinos? Do you think? Uh, actually, gambling. Yeah. Wasn't that long. Like we'd would gamble, but like only after we'd finished the day's events and gone everywhere and had our food and we're all settled in for the evening. Then we might go down and because my game of choice there was craps. Craps. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, craps. Uh, uh, K-Brad taught me how to play. This was like four in the morning or three in the morning, some random hour of the morning. Uh, it was like um, he taught me how to play. And then it was a, it's a fun game, yeah. We don't have it here, so I made the most of it. Nah, awesome, man. Uh, 
Well, I mean, we're still in lockdown now, so are you yeah. craving anything badly at the moment? So, you know, a deluxe quarter pack, a fill, a fill <laughs> roll from your local bakery, the cinemas, new parts for your stick, um, and an, ex- an espresso from Coffee Club. Like, are you craving anything right now? No, I don't. I don't drink coffee, so I'm good on that front. <laughs> um, I can make my own fried chicken, so I'm good with KFC. I but just, yeah, that was what I was meaning to say. Is I think the I think around the time that I met you or we were getting to know each other, people were telling me I had to try your chicken, but mm. I didn't oh, know. Oh, it was you, my hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was the hot sauce. It was actually the mm. hot sauce because I didn't know you that well enough to get an invite to try your fried chicken. But someone said, "Yeah, get Shamir's hot sauce." And I'm not one for hot sauce, but that was actually really nice. And I think I even yeah. ate it well after its due date. I don't think it has like an expiry date per se, as long as you refrigerate it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's probably, yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah, but if you leave it out, yeah, you might, because it's got butter in it, it, it might not be ideal. But I mean, there's enough vinegar in there to preserve it long enough. To Those are three it. things about UA. It's literally yeah, geef, <laughs> fried yep. chicken, yep. and no bullshit it, it, well i guess you could say hot sauce yeah i was gonna say no bullshit just because you're literally oh, no like bullshit, yeah. it's well, literally just like you know you if you just you're like no 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 that ain't got you. you can't you can't take the mickey out of uh, out of you i suppose you're very straight up you know well you can like you can banter or whatever but like if you actually take a dig at me i might i might snap back yeah <laughs> but um or depends if it's warranted or not yeah <laughs> but like um uh, yeah, that's always been my attitude. But I think like the FGC kind of chilled me out to a point where most of the stuff just in one ear out the other. Because yeah, it used to be a point where I'd get super distracted by people talking behind me. Yeah. But now it's kind of like I managed to figure out how to zone out when I'm playing playing the games. I'm very um, time conscious, so like especially when we try to do our team tournaments, you know, like trying to start like bang on the time that I said, et cetera, et cetera. But you're right. Yeah. Like the FGC now, I'm just like, oh, we're an hour and a half late. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Like it's before fine. before I would be pulling out my hair, I'd just be like, no. Yeah. The FGC does chill you out if you let it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, very relaxing. Like I thought I was like high strung when I first came in, but now it's just, everything's just meh, whatever. Mm. Take it as it comes, you know. It's a very, very chill scene. And it like, makes me feel so welcome. So it's put me in a little safety bubble <laughs> of how I think FGCs conduct themselves. Mm. This is not the case in the real world. <laughs> All right, next question. What would make you come back to compete in Street Fighter V? What would it take? <sighs> I've got to feel like playing the game, like, as the first thing. Like, if I don't feel like playing the game, and I try, and I force the issue, I won't like it. And a lot of people have been like, come play Street Fighter, and I and I might try it for a little bit, and then I just get sick of them. I'm just like, now nah, I'm yeah. done with this game. Like, I, I try to play, but... Because yeah. the way you... It's just... Cause you yeah, because, yeah, you know, we don't want you to just be the body bag. We actually want you to compete again, but... Yeah. I mean, if, well, the, I if that ship sailed, yeah, well, if that ship sailed, then, you know, so be it. But, you know, we're going to miss you. We're going to miss the Zangief player. I mean, he's still got a Zangief player in Seoul, even though he's not really playing much. And there's Chopper, and maybe Mercy will leave the Duck Pond and come play. But <laughs> Show his face, yeah. Yeah, like, as far as I'm concerned, like, Mercy lives in the Duck Pond at um, Oxbro's house. <laughs> that's, mm. that's where he lives. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, 
or Street Fighter, like I'll try it mainly when I'm drunk because that's like <laughs> I, I try, but it's just not clicking at the moment. So not yet would be the best answer for okay um, Street Fighter. No, that's maybe not. six. Maybe Street Fighter six at this at this stage. Possibly at the end of this year. Well, I mean, oh yeah, I would have said that. I would have said that before the lockdown, but you know, obviously, I'm not so sh- I'm not so sure now. That's right. Capcom stopped supporting it after this year. Well, maybe PS Five. It'll maybe yeah yeah, yeah next gen probably. Mm. All right. Well, where would be your next pick of choice, uh, country wise, to play Sam Show internationally? Ooh, I'd like to play it in Japan. Uh, <laughs> mm. That'd be the place to go for Sam Show. Like they, they have they have good internet, so I don't have to worry about net code. Um, and I'd be able to level up so much. But we have a good connection to them, actually, as it already is. But yeah, I'd love to play Sam Show in Japan. Okay. Go to Evo Japan. Yeah, Evo Japan. Yeah. That was hype. <laughs> that was so hype. Yeah. Do you, do you, so, I mean. Oh, sorry. No, no, just um, because you don't have to pay for rego fee. Like it's just it's you know free entry. Um, mm. but how? What was it like being in that tournament? That it was like entry fee and all those people, like in that one location. For Sam Show, hmm, it was um, well, like Sam Show was off in its own little corner. Like the biggest, the biggest population of people were around, around all the Tekken setups and all the Street Fighter Five setups. So when you went to Sam Show, it was like there was a few people standing around, but it wasn't a big crowd. Like even though it was sixteen hundred people or whatever entered it. I, you couldn't tell like, it didn't look like that many people entered it just because of the way the setups were done it was well done it was well laid out um it was just a shame that a lot of a lot of good games were lost to off stream because of yeah. the way they um picked their matches they just picked this uh the, the station closest to them and just said yep rather than looking at the mat like looking at the games and being like oh wow this one will be the stream do that. yeah that's such a like that's a thing that i think really should be looked into in the future is somehow you know just people recording off stream matches like sponsored players have a cameraman recording everything that's not streamed that's mm. basically it well i ended up streaming reno's matches uh for the fgc so yeah <laughs> i think i think i got most of his matches on there i try to get ghosts but sometimes they'd play at the same time so i just had yeah. to make a choice I know that a few. I know that at a few tournaments, Zazlov's done the same thing. He's tried to stream like the lost matches. Um, yeah, re- really taking a book out of um, Pietro Rose. You know the Australian guy who recorded the the bear matches yeah. and the hidden Evo matches. I mean, he hit the nail. I, I keep saying it. He hit the nail right on the head with that. Yeah, like even um, ZG did that for Ghost when he was at uh, the last yes. qualifier for yeah. for Capcom Cup. Yep. So yeah, that that like even though it's on a phone or whatever, that is equally as important as if we had a stream. Like they didn't have one that was stupid, so we had to like make do with um the people that were willing to stream it from the venue. Hmm. Yeah. Name a New Zealand fighting game player that you think is underrated slash deserves more attention. Hmm. Underrated. I think most of them grab attention when they beat like a notable player. Mm. 
I wouldn't say. Actually, I'd probably say Reno was underrated. Um, you think so? You, yeah. I think I think people still write him off as in as not being a, a like an actual top top three player. But um, some of, but that stigma could just be because he you know he's been playing Kareem recently and not really relying on Nakali as much. No, I think it's because it's based on his Nakali play and not his Kareem and the fundamentals that have trans transferred over um, back to Nakali when he went back. Like, because yeah. he used to just be an Unger player that would always jump and do double sweep. He still does jump and double sweep, but <laughs> more calculated. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's like that. Uh, he'd be one. So I think it's changing now when he keeps consistently beating like what who we call our top our top players so yeah because i mean he's always he's always dominant in the hamilton scene like i think there's no question but obviously in auckland it's a different story but i do like he's he's you know he's taken it to the few people you know like zazob i don't know about ghost chips but definitely like big chopper and like isaac like he can definitely you feel like he just hasn't hit that he hasn't hit that plateau that um, so he, he, I think he was plateaued, and he's just broken through it. So he's still, he's still reaching a new, a new level as a player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much doing that. Okay. Um, hmm. No, I mean Reno. I mean, if if you say Reno, you know that that's 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 all right. I guess yeah. I guess it's just. I don't know because I do see him. I do see him pulling in the results, but it's not. As, are you saying it's not as definitive? Like it's not as, like if he was beating Jamie quite consistently at every Rambats, then it would be definitive. Yeah, yes, it'd be like that. So I think, yeah, like when he starts consistently beating all the top top players, then people will be like, oh yeah, like it's not just um, luck out or you know. Yeah, so it's just, as, if if he keep, if it, if he just sustains that effort, then I guess it's okay. It's definitely putting in the effort. It's just uh, the players recognizing that. Oh my god, I need to step up my game because he's going to beat me. Yeah, you know, like they can't use this. Sweating. Like they can't use the secondary character. They have to actually play their main, go all in. Well, it's it's more like dismiss that he can win. I guess. Yeah, would be the best way to um, explain that one. Okay. Yeah. All right then. Who is your fighting game husbando? Fighting game husbando. <laughs> what? <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's the waifu question, but you're a girl, so. Oh, um, I guess husband, it would be Zangief. Even though he's like, um, gay, it's fine. <laughs> he's still my husband. Wait, is, is, is Zangief gay? Apparently. Wait. Yeah. Where does it say that? Where, where did you hear that? Where did you see that? Me, like, like, uh, there's a, it's implied. I think he says he doesn't like, oh, wait, no, it's his dislikes. Doesn't like, um, like, Woman between in the marriageable age or something. It was something weird like that. But it's really? like it's implied. Yeah. No, he can't be gay. Come on. <laughs> Doesn't matter if he is. Yeah, no, I don't mind it, but just like <laughs> the, the archetype, you know, for that kind of fighting game character. He he's gay? Like I think it makes it perfect. You know, it's like it's like Ladiva. You know? Alright. I don't I mean, Ladiva has a beard and like has the build of a dude, but so check. Yeah. <laughs> Living their best life. Yeah. No? Okay, well just quickly, would you choose Zangief over Tam Tam? In Sam's <laughs> Oh no, for for husband. 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks again, Shamir, Liz, for your time and uh, your stories. Is there any last-minute words or shout-outs you'd like to make? I'll just shout-outs to our whole FGC. Stay amazing. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Yeah, stay Love safe. you all. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And with that, we will end it there. Thanks.